Hello and welcome back to Reeling in the Piers. My name is Gary O'Brien and this is where I get some of my very good friends on to chat and discuss about all kinds of movies. And joining me today, once again, it's Sir Kenny Lachlan and she's here to talk about the 2010 rom-com shit show that is Valentine's Day. So stick around. We hope you enjoy. This was a fucking awful movie. And I hated every moment of it. Don't act like you weren't the person to recommend we do. Don't look behind the curtain. No. This is uh, Circa. You're back again. It's fantastic having you back. back. Thank you. Happy New Year, I guess. And also, happy Valentine's Day. Yeah, yeah. This is the first podcast we're drinking on, by the way. Oh, absolutely. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah, me and Circa said we needed something to help us get through this, so... So cheers to Valentine's Day, I suppose. Not only get through the recording of the podcast, but get through the watching of this nothing of a film. <sighs> like it, it uh, yeah. Just, but I suppose it's Valentine's Day on Sunday. Um, uh, uh, any any exciting plans, Circa, in your lockdown Valentines? <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> I am. <laughs> I am no no person, no plans. Uh, and I live with a couple. So oh, be and great. I am in the exact same boat. So that's why I thought it was perfect that the two bitter single people talk about a movie about love and romance. Because <laughs> that's what everyone wants to listen to. <laughs> I think so look, I don't care. This I'm telling you, this IPA is making this all go so much more smoother. But yeah, yeah. But we're talking. You're here. We're talking about uh, a nothing movie. You described it as. Because yeah, it has no plot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what more can I say? It has a cast of about. 400 people <laughs> that you don't need and nothing happens. Because they're clearly trying to do, my housemate put it perfectly, she was like, it's bad American love actually. Yeah. And that's that's all you need to know. Except it's on Valentine's Day rather than Christmas. Yeah, they were hoping to catch people on the, you know, love actually, oh, I need like, what's the next big holiday? I need, I need like, I need, a, you know, another movie to watch. And they clearly skipped New Year's Eve only to fucking release a movie the year after with the same director. Yeah. <laughs> and, oh, by the way, also, uh, this is both just some housekeeping for you, Sir. Uh, we're getting you back for Mother's Day, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm a mother? I, I No, no, just I'm going to get, I'm going to get. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> Uh, no, because I think oh, I'm gonna. I'm, have. <laughs> uh, no, because I think I'm just gonna get you for all these awful holiday movies. That nice, all the like, yeah, the non-holiday. Actually, yeah, no, I did Christmas. You did Christmas. Yeah, we're doing Valentine's. Okay, okay, okay yeah, we can do this. Perfect, we'll th- yeah. Think of something for Paddy's Day. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this is an absolute garbage movie full of uh, Hollywood A-list celebrities. Yeah. Um, who got paid a lot of money? Off the top of your head, how much of the cast can you name? Oh, that's a fantastic question. Okay, you got Julia Roberts, you got Emma Roberts, you got Bradley Cooper, you got George Lopez, you got Taylor Swift, you got Taylor Lautner, you got Aston Kutcher, you've got Jessica Biel, Jessica Alba, um, you've got uh, two old people I don't know the names of, uh, you got a kid that might be famous but I don't know him either, uh, Anne Hathaway, Topher Grace, um, oh, Queen Latifah, and... That's actually pretty solid, I think. I that's pretty solid. Jamie Foxx, Jennifer oh, Garner. Fox. Oh, Jennifer Garner. Oh, no. Um, they bill Kathy Bates, even though she's in it for oh, 35 for seconds. Minimum. <laughs> the maximum, sorry. <laughs> but yeah, you can see exactly. There is far too many characters. Kind of 
they kind of sell Ashton Kutcher as your main character. Yeah. He's the one we're meant to care about. It opens on him. But, like, I can tell you this for sure. Taylor Swift and Taylor Lautner could have been cut from the movie and you it would make no difference. It would no, make absolutely no, 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 no difference. No, because you need a scene with a news reporter asking these underage children intimate questions about their relationship. You need that in a movie. Oh, my God. Uh, like, I, <laughs> go can you imagine we're back in sixth year and just, like, someone from RTE comes and is like, so do you have a girlfriend? That's like... How, how often do you have sex? <laughs> but, like... like it's just anyway so look a lot of famous people in it some do better jobs than others and some have better stories than others Um, and this is the part of the show where i usually ask the guest to say the plot (laughs) (laughs) so i don't know do you want to give that a go or what 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 do you want to do jesus um or suppose actually how uh, we can do it like this what what it like just explain what this movie is for someone who might not know that we've just been writing on yeah, so I think they're called ensemble movies where you have a big cast where everyone's sort of interconnected and we follow them throughout a specified period of time. So in this case, it's throughout the day of Valentine's Day. And, you know, very neatly and tightly, everyone has like a beginning, middle and end and they're all connected. Yeah, so I think the best way we can probably go through this is kind of actor by actor I think might be the best way to do it perhaps yeah um I can honestly say it's the most notes I've ever taken um I will say that actually no before we talk about the 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 cast actually the tunes in this movie are honestly the best <laughs> like they're so feel good they're classic feel good tunes and I had a great time that is true although I didn't love the crowbarring in of two Taylor Swift songs what no because she's in this movie actually let's 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 Go with her for Let's start with Taylor Swift first. We Go mentioned her. Um, is she trying to be a bad actor? I don't... I, is she... Like, what is she doing? She... I don't know how I'm going to talk about this movie, Circa. <laughs> she's really bad in it. She plays this, like, um, popular girl in school, I imagine. She's on, like... She's not on the cheerleading team. She's on the dance team. Very different. She, she can't dance for shit. Like... So this was this was 2010, probably shot in 2009. I imagine like Taylor Swift was massive back oh, yeah. then. She was doing all the, the 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 music videos where she's writing things on a board to a guy on the opposite oh, window. Yeah. We were 16. We were 16 when this came out, and as a 16 year old girl, there was a lot of girls at assembly doing fucking Romeo Take Me Away, whatever that song was. It was she was a big deal, and I think was she dating Taylor Lautner? No, they met on this movie and then started dating. Mm. Um, that's not something I know from IMDb. I just know that because I'm a true... Um, Swifty? Swifty? Uh. Yeah, I'm a... Sw- <laughs> I don't know what they're called. Swift army? I don't know. Fall in. Like North Korea. <laughs> um, no, so she... Yeah, so she is on the dance group. She's like... She's really popular. She's going out with Taylor Lautner, who's like this athlete dude. And there's really nothing about her character. She's just all... I don't know if it's bad acting. I can tell she's having fun with it, but it's just... It's not a it's not a particularly like good role. No. I, like you say, it could be cut other than the fact they want to say Taylor Swift's in the movie. Absolutely. And frankly, her character's kind of obnoxious because when we first meet her, she's in the lift with Jennifer Garner? Yes, Jennifer Garner. Yeah, I Jennifer Garner. I mix up the names. Jennifer Garner. And she has this like four foot Valentine's teddy bear. And she's like, my boyfriend sent it. Do you have a Valentine? She's asking a grown woman, like, <laughs> who's your Valentine? And she's just like, got his 
sports number written on her hand. I say sports number because it's not like he's on the football team or whatever. He seems to just do hurdles, and I don't think they. Yeah. I don't know if you get assigned numbers. Yeah, no, you get no, you yeah, you get assigned numbers, and you go to track events. I imagine he goes, "I'll be thirteen, please." And <laughs> uh, no, you're actually just on the list on the register. You're going to be two seven two. I'm thirty. It's my lucky number. No, it's my girlfriend. Unlucky. It's my girlfriend's lucky number. I couldn't give a shit. But no, there's no, there's no, no. character development. There's nothing between, like, there's no ups and downs. Other than the fact that it seems like he's unhappy with her. Yeah. But then nothing is resolved from that. Absolutely not. It, it's they're probably the most annoying part. We've talked about them. Cut them out. We're good to go. Yeah. So, um, okay, who have I got then? I have this all done alphabetically, so we can do that, and it kind of wraps up. It means we can stay on track then. Um, and we started with Taylor Swift and well, Taylor yeah, Well, then we can get rid of those. It's done alphabetically. <laughs> also, by the way, the credits for this movie were continuing seven seven minutes into this movie. The credits stopped showing up. Seven minutes. Yes. Um, and it just it just kept going. I was like, why do I keep seeing more and more names? Uh, but we've got Jessica Alba, who plays Ashton Kutcher's potential fiance. Oh, yeah. Called Morley. Her name is Morley in the movie. Morley Clarkson. I mean... Yeah. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Move on. So, yeah, so. Jennifer, so he proposes to Ashley Kutcher proposes to her. She says yes, and then initially they show she shows up to his flower shop, and then he she doesn't have the ring on. She says she doesn't want to uh, tell people about it just yet, and then all of a sudden she has the reaction of I don't want to marry him. Packs up all her stuff and leaves with the dog, like the heartless woman she is. Oh, heartless. I don't think her reasoning is too like. Yes, I have. I have enough to say on this. First off, now this is just me, and I'm sure other people would love the jester regardless, but if I was proposed to on Valentine's Day, I would say get fucked. <laughs> Why? Because that is, that is a man with no imagination <laughs> who doesn't want to remember two separate dates in his head. Oh, uh, that's good. That's smart. I'm going to use any, that. Any proposals that are on birthdays, Christmas, New Year's, or Valentine's, I think are cheap and boring. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. And again... This is what I'm saying. For other people, it might be like really meaningful or really lovely. And who knows, maybe I'll eat my words in the future. But I think it's ridiculous. <laughs> when we're first, they're, they're, she's the first character we're kind of interested to her, um, Ashton Kutcher. And their room is very weird for two reasons. One, the blinds are wide open. And I just think that's where, hey, hey, there's some people, look, there's some people that like to be proposed to on Valentine's Day. There's some people that likes to have their blinds open when they sleep. I think it's insanity. Why would you want to be woken up by light? It's absolutely, you know, anyway, not important. But, yeah, in LA, so it's probably bright at like 5am, exactly. I don't know. What I did think was weird was above their bed, I don't know if you saw the poster. Yes, this it's, poster, why did it sound out it so much? It says Frolic Room on it, which is just like, I don't know, it just seems like a weird thing to have in your room. Imagine showing someone that, it's like, oh yeah, this is, oh no, we got this poster, just so people know we fucking here. <laughs> and then when she's, you know, packing up and taking everything later, oh you better she's believe. She's taking the sign. <laughs> she's taking the Frolic Room sign, that is her Frolic Room poster. <laughs> I, wa- I want people to know that where, no matter where I move, there will be frolicking and I will signal it in the room with this sign. Oh, Jesus. Um, yeah, Ashton Kutcher is kind of our main through line in this movie as well because he works in the flower shop. He's which, are, which is busy on Valentine's Day. This is me again being another bitter person, but I also don't like flowers. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, okay. <laughs> if someone gives me a bouquet Why? of flowers. Wait, you're, I, I, you, you say this as a person that I can, I'm on the Zoom here, I literally see four plants in the camera shot. <laughs> That's different. Those are plants. Okay. Because okay. these plants, well, well, they might die. I'm not, I'm not. Come on, defend your plants on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
<laughs> I'm no poison ivy, they might die. But if someone just gives me a bouquet, it's just a ticking down until they're shriveled and sad. And this is me, again. Yeah, it's much like, it's like marriage. It's like, the, the, the sing, it's my flowers. You know it's I mean? like love, yeah. <laughs> but no. So again, if any men from Dublin or beyond want to give me a bouquet, don't. Give me a, po- <laughs> give me a houseplant. I'd be much happier. Um, yeah. <laughs> Propose on, I don't know, like a really irrelevant day of the year with yeah. a nice plant on Circus <laughs> Um <sighs> But like you say, Ashton Kutcher, I thought he was quite likeable. I think he did a yeah. really good job. Like I, like he's he's likeable. He gives he's, he know, he knows he's in one of these movies, but he yes. doesn't he play into it. He's just like, look, I'm, I'm doing exactly what I'm meant to do here. And I kind of, you're rooting for him. He does a few yeah. stupid things, but you're rooting for him. Yeah, absolutely. He's he's pretty good in it. And he, he bounces off everyone else well, which is nice. Yeah, and I think that kind of brings me... Okay, well, a, a slight segment here. Because there's one thing we noticed. We were watching it all here um, in the in, in the apartment. And it was kind of like... They all look to be having so much fun. <laughs> um, like, they really do. They look like they're having the time of their life. So we were trying to think, who do you think was having... Who had the most fun on set? Ooh. I was going to say Julia Roberts, but she doesn't get many, like, scene changes. She only really has, like, one set that she's in. Uh, well, I think there's a reason for that. I know I'm uh, oh, I'm, I'm, tan- I'm going on a tangent for my original tangent. Yeah, but, but like, she- fuck this movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so she was paid the most out of anyone for this movie, mm-hmm. which is why I think she's on very limited sets. Is like, because they don't want to have to transport her everywhere because they'd have to pay her more. So I think Ooh. they just had her in two locations. Job done. Yep. So it works out that she was paid $11,952 per word she said in this movie. Yes. She was paid $3 million for this. But not only that, she also made an agreement that she would get a percentage of gross. So she got 3% oh. of gross, which worked out as, in total, she made $10 million from this, oh big, this movie. That she's barely in for maybe five minutes, if even. In total, yeah. And she only has to talk to, like, two people. Bradley Cooper who's sitting beside her on the plane. We see her, she's like, she seems to be a soldier. She's in, you know, her army uniform. And he's, at first you think they, they fake you out here. At first you think they're like a couple because she's like asleep on his shoulder. Yeah. And the air hostess puts a blanket on the two of them together, like one blanket. And Bradley Cooper is way too chatty. Like <laughs> she warms up eventually, but he is just like, so you're a soldier. Are you on active duty? And he asks, are you on Facebook? <laughs> yeah. And like, it, like, I don't know, if you're on a 14 hour flight and you haven't, like if he's traveling by himself, he might just want to try and engage some conversation. And what's great is plot twist at the end of it is that he actually has a, uh, boyfriend so you assume yeah. that he's not actually trying to make any advances on uh, Julie Roberts which you kind of think for a bit of the movie and it's yeah. it's so much it's so much more heartwarming when you think he wasn't actually trying to sleep with her or anything like that he was just trying yes. to actually be friendly with this woman which I, I really enjoyed that I thought that was I good. really liked that too because I did make a note that I was like oh this is going to be a very straight like heterosexual yeah. and mostly which it kind of is well. yeah yeah it's mostly white mostly straight but yeah, they plot twist that. Oh, someone we didn't mention. I forget the actor's name, but he was in Grey's Anatomy. Eric plays this, something is his name. I can't remember. Eric Dane. That's it. He plays this like football player who's coming to the end of his career and his publicist is someone famous and his agent is Queen Latifah, you know, because everyone's connected. Yeah. And he's going to do this big press conference to talk about his career or whatever. And instead he comes out and he says, oh, I'm gay. And I was like, that's nice. It's not a big plot twist, but I wasn't expecting it. I was like, oh, that's great. Um, Yeah, like, I, I kind of... 
it was a bit annoying. I don't know. I feel like it was like, I think nowadays we're better at casting like LGBT um, people in like role LGBT roles. But what was I suppose why I kind of give this a pass in my head was it it helps the surprise. So as in like yeah. because you know it's a straight actor, and then he says yeah. that. But it kind of it's a bit extra of him if you ask me. <laughs> like true, yes. <laughs> And also, actually, another point I did think about this was another reason why I thought it was kind of cool was uh, if you actually, it's a depressing list if you want to look at it, but if you look at the openly gay NFL players there have ever been, it's maybe about 20 people, max. Oh, wow. And they, it all happens afterwards. Um, yeah. So, and then also in the Premier League, there's only ever been one openly gay Premier League player. player that's like, he, people knew he was like gay when he was playing and that's one and the list is four. Um, yeah. So it's, I don't know, so I kind of like the idea of, you know, a, yeah. a movie having an openly gay sports <clears throat> Um, Absolutely, person, because which I thought was cool. this was, you know, a recent film, but 2010 was still a very different place oh God, than yeah. 2020 or 2021. Like, think back to you being 16. We were about 16, presumably, when this came out. Presumably. I know you're a little younger than me is what I'm getting yeah. at by a couple of You're months. like, you're so old. Like, look at God, you. God, I'm ancient. 26 whole years old. <laughs> but, uh, like, 16-year-old me didn't know anything. I didn't know anything about, like, trans people. Yeah. I, you know, I probably would have said all sorts of, you know, ignorant things. So I'm like, okay, it's something. I mean, it's a crumb, but it's something. What's yeah. interesting is I think in real life Queen Latifah is gay, but she only came out, like, not during this movie. I think during okay. this movie she was not out. So... Would you think that you think that's why she was always wearing glasses in this movie to hide her sexuality? <laughs> this woman is wearing sunglasses all parts of this movie. She's wearing them indoors, outdoors. I I, I have nothing to say about her character other than the fact that she's always wearing sunglasses. End of point. Yeah. End, end of uninteresting point. <laughs> yeah, she wears. She's always wearing sunglasses. She's another one that sadly you could cut and you wouldn't miss her. But Absolutely, if they did yeah. that, they would only have one other black actor. So they were like, shit. We <laughs> Who's <need> also <laughs> barely in it. Who's also barely in it. But is having a lot of fun. Is having a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, his character, Jamie Foxx's character, I like. He's uh, playing a news reporter who's like man on the street. And he, that's a, I like that. That's an organic way to get him interacting with every character without this convenience of like, oh, well, this is my cousin. And yeah, she runs the laundrette that I go to. You know, yeah. stuff like this. Yeah, because actually, that's one thing I did appreciate about this movie is it connected them all very organically. Like, I didn't feel like anything was mm. too forced generally because it was all like no. everything was so far apart that you could re- realistically say oh well of course the flower guy's going to visit this and of course yeah. this might she might be dealing with one of the kids that this person teaches so i thought that was kind of cool. yeah that is true they actually managed to do that quite well they balanced that well um going back to queen latifah she's so she's an agent yeah. anne hathaway is her secretary but like not always but not always yeah she's a temp secretary uh, this woman should have fired Anne Hathaway <laughs> the second she the second she did what she did in this workspace. Yeah. So, full disclosure, Anne Hathaway plays someone who also works as a sex worker. Well, sex worker? No. She, what did she say? Uh, adult she's a, uh, she's phone a, uh, entertainer or something. Yeah, that's, that's a good way to go. Right? Yeah, exactly. And like, I am very pro-sex work. This is not about that. She is so unprofessional, though, because she starts taking calls while she's on her other job. So, I, I, the reason I forgive this okay. is because it's Valentine's Day. And of course she, like, so okay. that would be the day that she would receive the most calls, i.e. make the most money. So in my head, that's why I gave her a pass when I was actually, like... Yeah, actually, that's like, a fair justification. That's why she would be doing this. She'd be risking it today of all days because she's going to earn a shit ton of cash. But yeah, any other day... 
I would say that's ridiculous. But I, look, it's still not an appropriate thing to do, but I can yeah. understand her motivations because it's Valentine's. That's why I gave it a pass. Okay, actually, you make a good point and you're changing my mind a bit. That is fair. But like, for example, she could have... It just wouldn't make a good movie. But me, I'm nitpicking. If she got a call coming in, instead of taking it a metre from her boss's office, she could go downstairs or to the bathroom. But she's like making whip noises and doing accents. <laughs> it's a whole theatrical affair. I, uh, she was amazing. gas. I, had a, I really enjoyed her character. I thought me she too. was fantastic. I thought she was... Unop- I, I, I disagree with Topher Grace says. Like, uh, Topher Grace's character, I think... Anyway, we'll, we'll talk about that in just a sec. But basically, <laughs> she's, having a, she's having a meal with Topher Grace and Topher Grace finds out and just reacts in a very unfair way in that he's like I don't know who you are anymore they've known each other for two weeks thank you it's stressed so much that like she's like he's like no I can't believe you didn't tell me this I'm like it's not affecting you she's still the same person as that like I just didn't understand why he was being so and then he was like and then it was like wait I have it here I just need to get this right because no do it do it wait 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 wait, wait, wait. Uh, sorry 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 I can't, no, sorry, it was a different person's apology I was thinking of. I'll get to that actually later. But yeah, he was like, I guess what you do is okay. And to be fair, he kind of saves it. He gets the mariachi band. He, like, apologises with these, like, pictures that he had ta- she had taken of him as well, which I thought was kind of cute. Just speaking about Topher Grace, he's a grown man wearing clown underwear. Uh, they're not clown underwear. They're just really bright red with polka dots. And oh, they, yeah. go down to, they go down to his knees. Cartoon, and I just, <laughs> cartoon character underpants. And I'm just looking at this guy. like, you just had sex with... <laughs> and, Hathaway. Hathaway. <laughs> and you looked like that he's in good shape by the way but I was like fuck you <laughs> oh he's in <laughs> great shape they're... but all I could focus on was his early 2000s shitty hair which has oh, like yeah. <laughs> that like slightly spiked at the front and it's like unnaturally dark I don't know if it's that's his natural hair colour but it looks like he just box dyed it in the sink <laughs> during a breakdown I don't know uh, but he's like he he's 25 in this movie yeah, he's he's your age in this movie. And actually, a point that I noticed is he's 25 and his mates at work make fun of him for not knowing what day it is or when does Valentine's Day fall. We have two friends who don't know a single date <laughs> in this Georgian calendar. God bless them. They, so I was like, actually, that's believable. <laughs> um, okay, so actually, just other quick things I wanted to say about... Um, about Bradley Cooper and Julia Roberts uh, which was just she works in the army but yet she's able to deduce uh, Bradley Cooper's personality like Sherlock and I'm like I had that same note (laughs) she goes full mind palace on him and is like I noticed that you don't want to eat your heart-shaped lollipop. Now that's either because... What fucking, what fucking demented airline goes around and gives people unwrapped, and they might have been wrapped, I can't remember, like heart-shaped lollipops while they're asleep. That is creepy. Yeah, there's just, you know, it's Hollywood flying. It's different to normal flying. Oh, I have a note about her as well. Go for it. She, she has a backgammon set on this plane with her. <laughs> they start playing backgammon. Not like... Even chess would be more acceptable or like travel scrabble. I don't know. But at one point they're playing just honest to goodness backgammon. And I'm like, okay, so you're com- you have basically 24 hours leave from the army to go see, as it turns out, her son, which is really sweet. And we'll kind of touch on that. And she's like, I better bring the backgammon <laughs> kit that I never travel without. <laughs> he fucking loves it. <laughs> because <laughs> I don't intend to make friends with anyone on the plane but I will still have this two player game with me at all times 
my flatmate Sinead made a great joke during this movie, which I have written down here, so I want to make sure I give her credit. Where she just at one point she goes, plot twist, they both die in a plane crash. <laughs> <laughs> which I think would have been. <laughs> I think that would have been a hilarious turn. <laughs> Uh, but actually, speaking of that kid, actually, uh, just we can we can try and organically um, go through as best we can. He's not a bad uh, he's not a bad um, kid actor, which I always no. appreciate when they're not um, woeful. I think his story. Now I'm going to I'm I'm not gonna lie. I misheard the movie. Actually, I've never had to t- like I was paying so much attention to this movie because I didn't want to miss anything. Uh, but one of the things I, I I missed was I thought his mom was dead. I, I assumed. Know, where... No, you're you're not alone in that. Oh, I assumed, okay. and I think they set that up. Because Sinead, Sinead had seen this before and she was like, so me, Sinead and Owen, I'll watch this. And me and Owen were like, oh, Julia Rock. We guessed it at one point. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, but she was like, how did you not get that sooner? I was like, because I have all over my notes here, like dead mom plus <laughs> loses his Valentine's Day card plus. Yeah. like. So I just yeah, thought his mom was dead. I'm trying to keep track of 19 other characters so I can record a <laughs> podcast. <laughs> And that's not an exaggeration. It is probably around 19 others. But yeah, I made the exact same assumption because um, when we first meet him, he's making Valentine's Day cards with his grandparents. Well, not with them. They're just also there. And the grandma's like, oh, would you not help him out? And he says, oh, he says it's not as special without his mom. Yeah. And you're like, okay, yeah, so she's dead. (laughs) That's what I thought. And I was like, but I was like, that's a heavy spice to put in this Valentine's Day movie. But thankfully... You know, Bradley Cooper throughout the whole thing is like, oh, well, whoever that guy is, you're going to see for Valentine's Day. He must be really special. And oh, you're going to light up the room when you walk in and she's able to go home and her kid's in bed, but they wake up and they have a big hug. And it's really lovely. I was like, oh, thank God. (laughs) I was so glad that it wasn't a dead mom situation because I was also worried when Hector Elizondo, who plays the granddad, who I know best from The Princess Diaries. Yeah. Fabulous. him and like half the, all of the cast of Princess Diaries is in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I think he does a really lovely role. It's understated and he plays kind of this old romantic. Uh, he's not too integral to the film. Yeah. Like him and his wife do have their own little subplot where it turns out she had an affair who knows how long ago. Like it could be anywhere from 10 to 40 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Because they've been married for like 51 years, I think they say. But yeah, he's really sweet, you know, he's really good with the kid, he's very, he talks to him about like, oh, isn't love difficult yeah. and the kids, the kid's cute. Young kid actors, kid actors often do that trope where they're like precocious and yeah. really smart and whatever, but he he's actually does yeah, it pretty well. I really like him. Um, but just speaking of the old man, he looks like he's about to kill her when he's when she's telling him this. I don't know what else he's been in, but he's looking at her like with such, f- like, I'm going to kill oh, yeah. you. Um, and <laughs> it's... It's, they, they actually say a line in this movie which I really did enjoy um, not so much from the context but it was just really I don't know I, it just resonated with me I wrote it down whereas she when she says like oh can we not still be together like I still love you I love you more like you know blah 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 and then he goes the truth makes everything seem like a lie and it was yeah. just really par- just really kind of powerful in that like oh my god like by her owning up to the truth makes everything feel like a lie and I just thought it was really I'm like shame it was wasted in this movie but like uh, yeah absolutely and then they're, they're in a graveyard for a movie screening which is just immensely inappropriate um, oh my god that had me so confused because they're like oh we're going to the cemetery tonight and I was like oh god the mum died on Valentine's Day didn't oh, she oh no be that would have been awful <laughs> that's what I was so worried about that this kid is like making cards and his mum's not there it's not the same and oh the granddad's going to the cemetery I was like dear god but maybe for 
Los Angeles people, they know that the cemetery... Actually, no, it was an actual just cemetery. Yeah, it was. It was say, like dead don't people. walk on the graves. Yeah, it was really inappropriate. Uh, but yeah. they're going to watch a movie, some horror movie or something or other that his wife was in that was never really explained until the end. Um, yeah, they just throw away that like... Yeah, that's her on screen. I there. imagine there was about two extra hours in this movie that we didn't see and probably 60 other probably. characters. But um, her apology was the one I was thinking of, um, actually, where she goes, I cheated on you. It was pretty much, I cheated on you, but you should be okay with that because I love you. Oh, yes. And I'm just like, that oh is God, that's I the most flawed logic I've ever heard. Absolutely, because they touch, they had like a little nugget that I was like, yes, you're getting to something here where they were talking about like, if you love everyone, you love everything about them, even the bad parts and you work through the bad parts and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, there's something there where it's like, you know, I've been married to you 51 years. If we can do that, we can do anything. I thought that's where they were going for it. But no, instead, this woman gets dramatically dressed up to do her entrance. She's dressed like uh, Will Ferrell in that Eurovision movie. (laughs) in this like orange cape practically running through it is her movie so I guess she gets a pass but she's just like running through this crowd of people being like where is my husband she's like Edgar 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 and it's and it's just like but you love me so you can't be mad that I had an affair with your business partner I was like well oh yes God, you can partners, yeah. oh, you just... told him you broke this news to him hours ago <laughs> <laughs> on Valentine's Day days before you were meant to renew your vows exactly absolutely ridiculous but I do admire any woman who or anyone who decides to get dressed up for a dramatic entrance <laughs> <laughs> I need to find my ra- <laughs> is my cape steamed <laughs> Oh god, the the cat suits off the laundrette. What am I going to do? <laughs> okay, what other characters? Okay, okay, I think. We touched okay, on? hold on. Uh, I think I think I need another drink for this next character. Do you have another I think one? So too. Hold, hold on. on, we'll get. Ah, there we go. Oh, very good. So, I um, I we mentioned Kathy Bates. We mentioned Jessica Alba. I think I want to talk about. Um, I think I want to talk about uh, Jessica Beale. She's the next. She's B. She's next. Oh, um, yes. She is a hot mess of a character in that like she is the skinniest woman I've ever seen alive and yet she is and she's very attractive and she's like I'm all alone I'm eating these chocolates and drinking these wine I oh, I'm so I'm horrible I'm ugly that I'm like you honestly you could turn sideways and go invisible like can't yeah. down. <laughs> it's it's mid 2000s trying to be the relatable girl character where it's like I'm always alone and no one's ever gonna love me and it's like you're an international beauty who seems to have like an amazing job so she's got money she's got everything yeah except she doesn't she doesn't have a man she's a man so she hosts a I hate valentine's day party every year or something yeah and that itself I'm like okay that's weird but I know people kind of like that who hate valentine's day and would rather you know shit on it than anything else but she goes way too all out. <laughs> it's 2010, so it's not like she's doing Facebook invites. She makes a website that has, like, a countdown timer, and she has pinatas, like, love heart pinatas for people to beat up at the party, and balloons and everything. It is borderline sociopathic behaviour. Uh, yeah, but what I love about that scene is that it's happening while there's a wedding happening yes. in the same restaurant so that she's like locking eyes she's got this whole table spread of like i hate valentine's day the heart pinata she's sitting there drinking wine by herself and she's just looking at this wedding and they're just looking at her being like what the fuck and then i don't know who this restaurant are and why they allowed all these things to happen but like anyway 
Jennifer Garner comes in with takeaway from another restaurant, by the way, I'll add. Yeah. So she just take away, take away from another restaurant that includes seafood. Oh, God, yeah. And I'm like, how long has it taken you? Because Jennifer Garner, okay, she flies out to San Francisco to a different part of the state and we don't see her fly back. So she gets the lobster tails in San Francisco and drives back. No, she doesn't. How did she get because he's in Because he's in LA. He never leaves for San Francisco. Oh, you're totally right. Because you remember, mind. he's like, he's like, oh, I'm running up to the airport now and he's just going back to his gas. Sorry, okay, so that, so the, yeah. the, the seafood does, doesn't have to travel as far, but she still brings no. seafood from another restaurant. And I'm like, ugh, don't, I wouldn't touch those lobster tails. Yeah, and then, so then they're, they're having their, and then all of their friends are coming back being like, Oh, I'm also lonely and single, and you're you were my last resort, Jessica Beale. I'd, I'd just be so offended. I'd be like, Honestly. Oh, now you show up. Yeah, uh, but this restaurant has to deal with that, the, the pinata. There's a weird Indian dance scene as well. <laughs> like, oh, it's very brief, but like, I'm just like, who is this director, and why? What is his range and style? I don't understand. Me neither. Uh, I briefly touched on. Uh, Patrick Dempsey so I think I'll go into him he's a heart surgeon much like his character in Great. I don't know if he does heart maybe he does brains in Great Anatomy I, can't I don't know but, but still he, it's he typecasting <laughs> and I was really first of all um, he's juggling and I was like that's oh, that's a cool thing he's a hand surgeon who's showing that he's like you know good hand-eye coordination I enjoyed that and then he's with he's with Jennifer Garner and then we see that he actually has a wife and he goes back to the wife and then I really enjoyed um they did the juggling thing again. And I was like, oh, that's great. I really enjoyed, like, the... It's nice and subtle. And then he juggles again. And then at one point they go... Uh, I think at one point he goes something like, oh, you're juggling women. I can't remember. There's something about juggling women. There's some line. But I was like, come on. It was such a nice... Yeah. I thought it was just going to be subtle. And they made it so obvious that he, this man is yeah, juggling exactly. all the time. Because he juggles, like, in front of his daughter. Yeah. And his wife is like, oh, you're always jugg... I don't know. It's... But he but, got uh, his fucking, he got his fucking comeuppance and I really he did. enjoyed it. I, I would have liked it if it was a bit more explicit in yeah. that like, because the wife could be technically uh, like ignorant to all this. Yeah. So Jennifer Garner, at first I was like, how did she get to just play yeah, a waitress? I, I, was the, I was the same, I was like, what the fuck just happened here? Like, did she Who just walk this in woman? like a yeah. psychopath? But it turns out that the major D uh, or like head waiter, I don't know, this is a, thing that I only see in movies doesn't exist in Ireland this or does it maybe, maybe in the fancy restaurants I can't <laughs> not where we're going and but of course she teaches his kid so he lets her pretend to be a waitress and what I enjoyed was as a kid in this movie that's always lifting his t-shirt above his head and I enjoyed that you could see the picture of that kid first of all Owen made a good point which was why would he pick that picture to have in his workstation <laughs> like hey you have a well, who's that shirtless child you have there Bill oh that's just little Timmy don't worry about him that's, that's any, any clothed pictures of Timmy you could have picked over this he but takes I after like his that. he takes after his old man and then just at work is like taking his top off here's the specials and he just has them written on his stomach <laughs> that is a kid that is a kid thing to just like take your clothes off yeah. but yeah no <laughs> Uh, but yeah, he. I, I liked. I, I have written down here. I can't remember when it was when it, when it was said. When someone goes, now that's open heart surgery. Was that when Jennifer Garner oh, like, ripped him a new one? No, it's when it's when she breaks the pinata. Oh, that's it. So I had it written down here. No idea what I'm in relation to, but uh, yeah, I enjoyed that. I was like, that's a good like, yeah. yeah. Fuck that. So pinata. she goes in and she pretends to be the waitress, and uh, he's having dinner with his wife, and he chokes on his drink immediately, seeing her as you would if you're, you know, piece on the side started. 
asking your wife what she wants for dinner. Yeah. And she, you know, goes on on a whole thing and, like, th- throws the little gift he gave her back at him. Uh, but I would have liked if it was like, you're a cheating <laughs> I wanted a bit more of that. But... There's an extra scene where she comes back with the baseball bat and beats the shit out of him. <laughs> she is very dexterous with that baseball That's bat. That's what we She's were saying here. She is not... <laughs> but it's, it's funny then in the bloopers, they immediately show her fucking up and dropping the baseball yeah. bat, which was good. Bloopers, by the way. What I, was the last I, I time wa- you saw a, I didn't watch a movie them. with I bloopers? To watch them. Um, Don't worry, there was only three. <laughs> was there actually... Why do them at all then? It was clearly like we had. F- it was clearly like a, if you can see if you can see us having fun, you'll think this was a fun movie. Yeah, I'll tell you what they were. There was two actual bloopers where it was her dropping the baseball bat. Yeah, uh, Ashton Kutcher struggling <laughs> the car. You know when the seatbelt just locks. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. So that kept happening in his scenes. You know it's funny. And then one was clearly like a fun little planned thing where it's a uh, Julia Roberts. And they reference Pretty Woman. Oh, I have that written down here, which is that uh, during the credits, the chauffeur mentioned to Kate that they're passing Rodeo Drive, asking if she's... Rodeo. Rodeo Drive. (laughs) (laughs) It's Rodeo. It's a. It's all about cowboys. It's where they get spurs, saddles, the whole shebang. You remember remember that part of Pretty Woman where she's trying to get her chaps fitted? (laughs) And then, and then they open up like, like... I don't know, like a little um, box and it's got like, I don't know, the, the little spurs, like the little like <laughs> jagged spur wheel and she goes to touch it and it's like, slow down there, partner. <laughs> These are my diamond spurs. These are my evening spurs. But, but yeah, so there was two two actual bloopers and then one planned out, which doesn't count. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm sorry, I should probably finish what she said, which was that um, the chauffeur asked if she ever shopped there and she was like, I did once before, it was a big mistake. Huge, big, huge, which apparently is what that which is what that character says to one of the shop assistants in the same. Have time. you not seen Pretty Woman? I've never seen Pretty Woman. No, it's a good movie. I get it. I'm just too busy it's, watching it is a Valentine's Day. <laughs> exactly, of all the rom coms you chose. Um, but yeah, so who else can we talk about then? We could talk a bit about uh, Jennifer Garner. We mentioned her just there. So she plays a teacher. She teaches the the sad kid who doesn't have a dead mother. Um, he, she's also, yeah, so I have written down here she's a horrible teacher because she tries to give them a lesson about St. Valentine and speaks far too quickly with not enough oh, visual aids you. and just like, St. Valentine, and she literally like lectures these children who aren't taking yeah. notes, they're not doing anything, they're just... No, she talks at them very quickly for 45 seconds and then goes, any questions? Yeah, because then they ask her a question which is like, are you in love with anyone? And then that hits her hard as if she yeah. is shook to the core with that question. That is the kind of thing kids do ask, though. I have had my fair share of experience teaching, kind of... I don't usually teach younger kids, but I used to volunteer with younger kids. And they do ask gas questions. Yeah. I never got, thankfully, any, like, are you... I think I got, are you married? But that's more <laughs> that they don't understand age, which is yeah. very sweet. Like, I remember one time I was uh, volunteering and my friend was going to drive me home and they were like, your parents aren't picking you up. It's <laughs> <laughs> just really sweet the disconnect they have. But um, yeah, that was not the time for her to be like, for them to ask her what her romantic situation is. And it's not helped by the fact that her friend Ashton Kutcher comes in with a huge thing of roses. <laughs> yeah. Um, so one, that, one last thing I want to say before Jennifer Garner, before we move on to Ashton Kutcher, which is... Uh, she uh so she's in that restaurant she's um at the lonely hearts party or whatever and then she's seen driving to somewhere i can't remember where she's driving i think she's driving yeah. to ashton kutcher or something like that and then own said in such a plain tone just like uh, she, she was driving in the car and own just goes 
she's been drinking and she was she was having so much wine oh my god like from, you're so right from the bottle yeah. <laughs> like not a casual glass or two like this was no. gulps absolutely this were sad desperate lonely woman gulps um but yeah as Aston Kutcher he he's uh he plays her friend I don't really like it was kind of unclear we weren't too sure we were like are they brother and sister I don't really get it but he plays um, he plays this flower shop owner as we mentioned um, he's gas really likeable and basically he's friends with Jennifer Garner and it turns out that after mere minutes after his fiance says they don't want to get married she's like he's like well I suppose I probably do love Jennifer Garner now that the uh, you know the <laughs> hot blonde model is uh, no longer yeah. interested in me so yeah I suppose now, I'll do that now that Morley's taken the frolic room sign what do I have <laughs> left in my life I suppose my best friend I did yeah oh, it's not convenient. clear <laughs> it's not clear if they've known each other for ages and ages like childhood best friends would make more yeah. sense to me because they're always like oh for as long as I've known you or yeah. ever since I met you and it's the like va- well, the vaguer this movie can be the more relatable it can be I suppose people. I think that's why because yeah. if they were saying like childhood friends then it's like oh no but like if you were like oh there's a girl I've known for as long as I can remember yeah. and I felt this way but like you said when he co- shows up to class the flowers and he tries to explain because Patrick Dancy but he's a he's such a sleaze bag and he's so oh, bad at it he skips yeah. the queue he's like I'm a doctor I've got an appointment soon blah 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 and then he's like yeah can I want, send these two flowers one to my wife and one to my girlfriend and then he's just like I was like mate there's a better way of doing it just say one for your mom or something. I don't know yes, that's a little exactly. weird but anything no, but it's, else it's not unheard of exactly yeah. be like one's for I don't know my sick best friend uh, it would really cheer her up don't just be like hey we have an understanding as like as bros on this Valentine's Day <laughs> Yeah, I'm, uh, hey astronaut. Yeah, I've been, I've been effing too. I don't know why I'm censoring myself. I've been fucking two hot girls. You mind sending them a couple of flowers? Cheers, yeah. Cheers. Um, That's what boys talk about. Like, all right? the time. Whenever I go to a flower shop, I definitely send like that. But, <laughs> but it's, yeah, uh, he's uh, Ashley Kutcher. He's, well, I have written down here, he goes, Call me Mr. Engaged. I'm just like, no, no one's going to call you that. Also, no. speaking of this flower shop, it's a fucking chaos system. It's oh sh- my like, God. I, it was so stressful to watch. <laughs> I got anxiety trying to understand their order system for getting flowers. So Ashton Kutcher, as her best friend, we said, shows up with flowers for her from Patrick Dempsey and decides that during her workday is the best time to tell her that he's a cheat. And I'm like, and he takes her outside to the corridor to be like, oh, this is sensitive. We have to talk about this. Just leaving a classroom of children who are probably at most seven, seven or eight and I was like, you cannot do that. That is completely illegal. <laughs> you are not allowed to use those children alone at any time. And it turns out with good reason, because when she goes back, two of them are like fighting and they're all on the tables. But he, and he did such an awful job. He was like, listen, this Patrick Dempsey guy, I don't know why I'm speaking in this weird American accent. It sounds nothing <laughs> like Astrid could. He's like, listen, I don't know about this guy. I don't think he should. Literally. Hey, Jennifer Garner, your boyfriend came and ordered flowers for you and his wife, and he made sure to make sure he made sure to mention it was his wife. Fucking dump him. But he's so vague and he allows this woman so to vague. fly to San Francisco. I'm just like, urgency, Ashton, urgency. He allows her to be like because he's like, Oh, I don't know about him, and she's like, I know, it'll interrupt our friendship. And it's like, No, you idiot. <laughs> she's such a, she makes it all about not all about her but like he's just trying to help and he, and then she's so quick to be like you're only saying this because like I'm just like can he not just it's still about he's still I hate this movie yeah because even then when he does 
go and tell her. And I thought those like, his kind of lines here were good, where he's like, everyone except me seemed to know that me and Morley were not meant for each other, and I wish someone had said something. I'm now doing the favour for you. I'm telling you the yeah. thing that's hard to hear. And I was like, that's good. And she's still like, nah. <laughs> and also, sorry, just to, bring, just to bring back that point, of like, how come no one told you? There is not a single person who you could consider a friend that's going to come up to you and say, the person you are with is, like, yeah. that. no one does that. That's just no. something that doesn't happen. I so, could like, not, the, no. Do you know what I mean? So how the fuck do you expect, like, it's just that, as a writer... Not me saying that. I mean, like, as a person who should, who is writing this movie, how do they think that is like, no one's going to relate to that because no one ever feels the need. Unless you're a dick, in my yeah. opinion. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Stay out of your own, stay in your own fucking business. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, don't be fucking, anyway, so I just thought, uh, that just pissed me off. Yeah. Is that us as repressed Irish people, though? <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. Maybe. Maybe it's a cultural thing. Everyone else kind of agreed in the movie that he was being a bit uh, insane, so. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because I don't I want to spend too much time on him, but like, this is again me being more pragmatic than Hollywood, but when he proposes to Morley, I'm like, did you guys never talk about your future? Why is this such a surprise to everyone except Ashton Kutcher? Yeah, I. It's just, yeah, I don't know. He flip flops between like being like the most relatable, the most like sensible character to not. Also, he's a horrible boss. Sorry, I just want to. He just spends the whole day fucking about. He's going to the airport. He goes yep. to the airport. He goes through security on the most busiest day of the year in his yep. profession. And yet he's fucking about. And at the end of the day, they're like, hey, you're, you're the best boss, man. I'm like, no, no, he's not. Oh God, that really awkward pointed line of this nameless employee who's like, we love you. You're the best boss ever. While he's like sadly alone in the flower shop. I was like, there was really no need for that. But yeah, also this day manages to be the longest day ever. So long. It, it starts, it, it moves really quickly until like midday and then it like drags. Yeah, but also how are this many people getting so much done before work starts? <laughs> <laughs> and like before school starts? Because I think in America, high school at least starts at like 8am or something. Does it? Like their first, yeah, 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 yeah. Their first classes start at like 8am, so they have to be at the school before 8. But we still see this, like, I don't know girls babysitting and Taylor Swift with bears and you're like who, who can't run sorry kid. I forgot to mention that she can't run for shit <laughs> she can't run for shit uh, she, like, don't, that's just sorry that's such a weird thing to point she out she can't run and this woman who's like multi-grammy winning an actress can't uh, a singer can't run and that makes me feel slightly good inside she can't run and she can't dance <laughs> yeah again like, I don't know yeah. if it was put on but I'm going to like to think it's not. But like the little kid goes to the flower shop before his primary school starts. I'm like, who has the time? And what flower shop is open this early and this busy this early? Uh, actually, oh my God, completely forgot. Uh, Emma Roberts, uh, Julia Roberts' niece, I think it is. Yeah. Uh, not in the movie in real life. And uh, she plays a character. And yeah. <laughs> this character, I don't know. She's just, she nannies the kid. And she is having sex and wants everyone to know about it. She goes. Oh, around she's and tells going to have sex and to... wants everyone to know about it. That's just not how that works. I feel like no one's been like, yeah. So me and Daniel, I don't know if his name is that. Me and Daniel have decided to, you know, organize sex for this evening. And I thought we should let you know. I'm not nervous about it at all. Said the non-realistic <laughs> child character. Absolutely, I had that note. I was like, oh yes, scheduling sex is a very relaxing way to lose your virginity. <laughs> to really be like we're doing it at this time because they don't even give themselves that much time that much of a window they uh, like take their lunch <laughs> if it's the first time they don't need to schedule that much time I, I mean yes I know what you mean 
the act itself doesn't have to take that yeah. long. But if you're like nervous in the first yeah. time, you don't want to be like, oh god, okay, it takes me a 15 minute drive to pick up the kid. You don't want to be like thinking about that. Yeah. Um, and it's also like, ah, and we're doing this. Question. Kristen Shaw's character. Yeah. Was she a teacher? I think so, but she talks way too casually to this child. Yeah. Well, no, I think the child talks super casually to Actually, her. True. Because she's like, because she, I, see, only Shane made a good point in that, like, I think it's a class rep or something like that, because this character is like, organising a thing being like, hey, so, you've done the test before, can you mind helping out? She goes, no, I can't, because I'll be having sex later on. And she like, crushes the Coke can, or, and she's just like, oh, sex makes me weird. I know she didn't say that with her dialogue, <laughs> but she said it with her eyes. What you call it? So they schedule the sex time, and... The boyfriend is friends. Oh, by the way, they're friends with Taylor Lautner and Taylor Swift. So there's another link in there. And yeah, it's just because then that. he goes um, to her house, which they think is empty because the parents are in work. He strips down. Um, he, I, I don't know if you have the same thing. At one point, he was just in socks. And I was like, that fucker yeah. better take those socks off because that is just Yeah, creepy. exactly. It's always the socks. There's always a point where it's like, oh, and, oh, oh, which is a very inelegant move. <laughs> he was like, Ashton Kutcher been like do some push ups beforehand it'll make you look big in the chest so he like he has this guitar and I, I, as soon as I saw him holding the guitar look in the mirror it's like that fucker's getting naked and just having the yeah. guitar to, just in front of him but he does two push ups and then it's like that should be enough <laughs> I'm <laughs> I, ready for sex now I look swole now this should be fine <laughs> absolutely but, and like him getting naked though is like another weird power move because like if you're going to be having sex for the first time and one of you is completely naked <laughs> and one of you is completely dressed that's just like it's starting off on a weird on a weird footing in my opinion um, yeah and he's playing the guitar badly may I add oh, which makes God. it only funnier that in the IMDb trivia section it was like Carter Jenkins learned to play guitar for his role in this film I'm like Bless. did he? did he <laughs> learn how to play like three notes three chords maximum. did he learn 20 minutes before his scene in his trailer he was looking up guitar tabs we'll actually I'll actually get back to songs not in this movie later but um, then the mother walks in uh, so the mother hears someone playing guitar upstairs and was like oh well I guess someone's in and it's not like, huh, the kids should be in yeah, school. school. My uh, my partner's not here either. I guess this guitar playing is normal. Walks yeah. in on the kid naked with just the guitar. Yeah. his Her daughter's boyfriend. Leave is... the room. Oh Woman. my God, thank you. Don't like, stand just there. Close. Just close the door. Don't interact. Don't talk. Don't try and pretend like it's not happening. Just close the door and leave. But she's like, oh, but in- oh no, oh my eyes, oh I didn't see anything. And he's like, oh, oh. it's just like this whole fumbling. He's- leave yeah, the he- boy to get dressed. She won't leave the room. I know she's in shock, but the guy then like just grabs, the- runs out of the house naked, change downstairs. Yep. Like there's just yeah, better ways to go. Going to the bathroom. Anything. He like steps on a rose that he's thrown on the ground oh, for yeah. romance and, you know, falls over into the mum. And I'm like, oh God, if this actually happened, it'd be traumatising. <laughs> and like, they're both far too casual about it because he runs outside, like, in nothing, just like holding a shirt over his ass and sees his girlfriend in her car and jumps in. And she's just like, oh, my mom came <laughs> home. Oh no. Whereas, just imagine, put yourself in that situation for a second. And your own mother, or like, I don't know, someone else's mother finds you naked. You'd be like, you'd be yeah, shell-shocked. Exactly. <laughs> but also, you if you're Emma Roberts, you'd be like, why are you naked? My mom saw you? What did she say? Why, why is she still yeah. There's so much more questions. But 
I, I love their character arc of they're so determined to have sex that they've scheduled it in during a school day. They're going to drive home. I hate that all American young Americans can drive. It pisses me off. Yeah. I, I imagine you who's still like in the process of trying to learn how to drive with COVID still being trying awful. To get that. that it's just like these 18 year olds in American movies by default have a car and can drive. Yeah. But I love that their character arc was we're so set on having sex. And then they're like, we don't need to have sex. As they proceed... They're outside. Oh, by the way, he's a delivery driver in the Indian restaurant they go to that has yeah. the Jessica Biel thing. But they proceed to like make out or whatever. Make yeah, they're gonna make out in the back of the yeah. Delivery he was truck, like, we can still make it, which out. has a bed in it. Did you notice that? There's a bed in that delivery yeah. truck. Yeah. So it's like it's I like don't full... want to fuck anymore. Let's proceed to the bed where we could fuck. Finally, it's nighttime on Valentine's Day. We definitely won't have sex now. <laughs> While he's working, like. While he's working. Although it was kind of a good message of like, you know, yeah, no, you I don't like have it. to push these things. Mm. It was nice. Emma Roberts is like, you know, we don't have to. Like, it's fine. And I, I don't really want to. And he's like very accepting. He's not like, you promised me. Yeah, that is true. You promised me sex. No, no. Which is how my you first said, time though, went. You said. You said. We have a written agreement. <laughs> I told all my friends. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, and what else do I have here? Um, we told all two of our friends. You told Taylor Swift. I told Taylor Lautner. <laughs> I told the class rep. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's, yeah, like, I that was the worst. Actually, sorry, briefly, just, uh, I have one note here. Sean Jackson, the football player. What oh, yeah. a default name. <laughs> End know, of point. Yeah. So forgettable. So forgettable. <laughs> um, like, look, that's just one of the many sins in this movie. Actually, no, sorry. The first sin of this movie, in my opinion, was the director, whose name is Gary Marshall. Mm-hmm. It's Gary with two oars. It's fucking despicable. Oh, is he? It's two oars. Oh, that's it's gross. It's a two-oar Gary. I should have known something was wrong when it's something with when it's something by, with a Gary with two oars. Gary. With it. It's too much. What am I, Spanish? I'm not Espanol. <laughs> I've never been to Barcelona. <laughs> One oar does the job just fine. Exactly. What is this superfluous second oar? Exactly. It's not like Barry is built with two oars or Harry is built with two oars or Larry is built with two oars. <laughs> You may- but, um, I don't know I'm airing so many grievances on this podcast um, the drinking was a bad idea uh, so <laughs> I also drank during the movie and I can't read some of my own notes <laughs> before I forget um, when your man the boyfriend of Emma Roberts is practicing the song he wrote for her uh, in the mirror that's another thing I cannot stand is serenading Thankfully, I'm... Oh wow, there's another uh, circuit <laughs> grievance with Valentine's and romance, I love it. Absolutely. Thankfully I've never been serenaded to, but I did date a musician when I was a teenager and if he had, I just, I would have been right out of there. I would have been, it's the most awkward thing. Do you know what, I, 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 I my only experience with this would be, I've never been serenaded to. I'm sorry and, to hear that. Uh, I, I've never wanted it. Good. Anyway, uh, but it's equivalent to, you know when carolers show up at your door? Yes. <laughs> What do you do with your hands, face, eyes? Anything? What do you? How do you what do you yeah. do? Just look directly into the eyes of the singing person. Again, imagine the power cream. move. She comes home from school, fully dressed, like bag on her shoulder. He's completely naked and is singing a song about her. Wouldn't it be great if she also had something wacky planned? Oh, that'd be <laughs> like, perfect. They're made she for came each up other. Naked. <laughs> She's driving home naked. Oh God! But um, oh yeah, we have a bit of a red herring in this movie. Where is it? Is that another character I missed? Yeah, exactly. Rhett Herring. <laughs> Rhett Herring. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, a character we haven't mentioned at all. 
George Lopez, who works oh, he does for... Nothing he does nothing in this movie. He works for Ashton He has a Kutcher. fishing rod for no reason very quickly. Oh yeah, because Ashton Kutcher <laughs> lives in, like, mini Amsterdam on some sort of canal. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's this beautiful house on a canal. In the GTA in games, I know that's real. <laughs> nice. Uh, but... Uh, George Lopez is like, oh, you have to go after Jennifer Garner. You love her. Here's something really special. And he gives her this, he gives him, sorry, he gives Ashton Kutcher this silver box. Ashton goes to open it to see what's inside it. And he's like, no, 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 only she can open it or only open it with her or something like it's special. It's this whatever. And just from the size and shape of it, I was so worried that it was a dildo. (laughs) Like, probably should, like. It, it, that's a better present than whatever the fuck it was it was this shit arrangement of bullshit flowers that looked like so cheap it looked like yeah. something that you should you should put something in that box rather yeah. than that be that box it was a it's loose not nice you can't display it it looks horrific it was a loose arrangement of petals it was awful it was bad uh, but the thing is that Ashton is like oh my god I never delivered the kids flowers to his oh, valentine yeah. I'll give him the special box and I was like not the dildo not the dildo <laughs> And like, frankly, a dildo in some places might be more expensive than flowers, so that's like a better gift. <laughs> um, uh, allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> and with that, I think we finally got through every character. Now, we didn't get through the two nuns that were given a child at one point <laughs> in Flower Shop. We forgot them. Oh, God, uh, And we yeah. forgot the weird shot of the person in a wheelchair at the airport for no reason. Other oh, than yeah. To... The disabled we... character who just has two lines. <laughs> We also nearly forgot about the cameraman who had a backup suit on in case he was ever asked to be put on camera. Uh, we forgot about that woman who was going around Hollywood Boulevard with a sign saying Daryl is a cheating boyfriend. That is a <laughs> reference that only, I assume, Daryl may get. I, I, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, those are the other people that <laughs> we could it's a, it's a jam-packed um, adventure. <laughs> yeah, like, anyway. But um, let me try. I, 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 look, I do have some fact attacks here that I can kind of briefly run us through. There's There was so much stuff on casting and who didn't get roles and who did get roles one of them was apparently Sandra Bullock turned down this role um, wisely I would imagine because she went on to do The Blind Side which I think she yep. won an Oscar for and um, then also Jennifer Aniston Sandra Bullock and Jodie Foster all turned down the role of Captain Kate Hazeltine which is Julia Roberts character it's the names of this um, <laughs> the also yeah and there was a Catherine Heigl was considered for a role but she dropped out due to salary demands um, other things about the cast was that at the time of the movie was released the star-studded cast has collectively or had collectively been nominated for 16 acting Oscars during their careers including yeah. four wins the nominations are shared by actors and actresses Katie, uh, uh, Kathy Bates who had three Jamie Foxx who had two Anna Hathaway who had one Queen Latifah who had one Shirley MacLaine which had six and Julia Roberts which had three um, then also the majority of the cast had appeared in Marvel or DC comic book movies so Jamie Foxx mm. as Electro in Spider-Man 2 Anne Hathaway as Catwoman Jessica Alba as Susan Storm from Fantastic Four uh, Jessica Biel as Abigail Whistler in Blade Trinity Bradley Cooper as Rocket Raccoon Eric Dane as Multiple Man in X-Men Jennifer Garner as Electra Nachios in Daredevil and Electra, and Topher Grace as Venom in Spider-Man so uh, the only other thing I mentioned as well is that there was a uh, there was a song recorded this for this film called Quit Your Job Jamie Fox had performed it uh, although it's featured in the film it's the one I don't know when it's featured in the film but it's uh, it never made it into the soundtrack because of its p- profane lyrics ah. we do so actually see Jamie Fox singing in the Indian restaurant which is he looks fun. like he's having a great time yeah he's just doing uh, I will survive is it or I need a hero I think it's something something uh, probably with cheap rights to buy or something <laughs> exactly so how did you enjoy this film because you know I, my... I enjoy it I think the three to four drinks I had during it 
because we were watching it I was watching it a little bit ahead of you and yes you, you have... I, I got some fantastic reaction pictures uh, from you <laughs> yeah with it. rolling my eyes giving out about things and also I genuinely made out loud retching noises <laughs> three times in this movie I made a note of two of them I don't remember the first one but it occurs Oh, I remember. I remember. (laughs) It's at the very beginning when Dr. Cheat, um, what's his face? Patrick Dempsey. He gives her this little fucking wind up heart and he's like, oh, when I'm doing heart surgery tonight, you'll be holding mine and gives her this little plastic heart and I made an out loud noise. The second one was the uncomfortable watching of Taylor Swift and Taylor Lautner just shifting and being like, talking about like how they met and he was like throwing spitballs at her but there were secret notes in the spitballs. (laughs) So that was another one. And the last one was uh, when Topher Grace apologises to Anne Hathaway and he gives her the little scrapbook. Very cute. And he's like, oh, you don't turn your back on love. Which first off, again, it's been less than three weeks. (laughs) <laughs> like yeah. I, I'd be pushing the security alarm bell on that but also he's like you don't turn your back on love I was like <laughs> and those and that, are my thoughts I probably yeah. people probably will like me less after listening to this no but. I think I think like look uh, actually sorry last thing it's the last note I made I'm sorry uh, which is I enjoyed Anne Hathaway's um, voices and stuff there was one that was a bit odd but I did enjoy them all but it got me to the point where I don't know why I was talking about this movie uh, when we were watching it but I just really wanted one of her voices to be Robin Williams doing Mrs. Doubtfire <laughs> hello dear hello dear <laughs> hello dear oh god dirty talk from Mrs. Doubtfire I'm a hairy actor in a large prosthetic mask <laughs> I'm going to whip you boy. <laughs> oh. But yeah, this is an awful movie. Don't watch it. Uh, yeah. no, no, watch it as a drinking game, maybe yeah. or something. Like it's enjoyable to, to 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 bitch about it, which is why I was so happy. Um, Circa, you happily agreed to my ridiculous idea of watching this movie and doing a podcast on it. So so thank you very much. I hope I haven't uh, um you know just ruined your sense of Valentine's Day love and romance too much. <laughs> Well, listen, you can tell from my content that I was already bitter before we went into this. <laughs> I don't want flowers. I don't want tacky proposals. I so don't guys, want... uh, it's today's Thursday. You have tomorrow to organize some flowers, some proposals and some serenading of Circa by Sunday. Okay. <laughs> I'll lock myself indoors. I'll... Oh no, it's almost as if you're supposed to by regulations of COVID. Fuck <laughs> off. Next next year's Valentine's Day, I'll be one of those nuns at the flower shop. <laughs> <laughs> Just taking children. <laughs> Child catcher. Children! <laughs> <laughs> right, ladies and gentlemen, I think, I think um, that is where we're going to call it a day um, because that was a painful experience of a movie. But, Circa, I had so much fun getting you back on to be able to talk about it. So thank you very much. Thank you very much. This was a one-of-a-kind experience. That is great. So, look, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening. Um, we hope you enjoyed. Uh, if you have listened to any of the other ones, thanks for listening to us too. If you want to know when new ones are coming out, you can follow at Reeling and the Peers on Instagram. If you want to, like, subscribe on iTunes and follow on Spotify, that would be great. Also, if you want to leave a review on iTunes, I've decided I'm going to do a thing of people who leave nice reviews, I'm going to 
do a fun thing. I haven't decided yet, and I know I've said that in the last three podcasts, but I've recorded them all before release. They haven't been released yet since I've recorded this one, so nobody's done them, so I'll do a fun thing. Uh, but we really hope you enjoyed. Have a great Valentine's Day, guys. Absolutely. Um, Sergey is not happy with that. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, we hope you enjoyed. Goodbye.